everyone. Welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. Hello. Okay, we're talking about the kingdom of God. Go ahead. What's the title? How to receive the kingdom of God. This is important. In the last broadcast, we explained there's a far more superior and more powerful system than the world system. It's called the kingdom of God, which has its own government, own economy, and its own king, who is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, question, are you 100% certain for sure that you, let me back up, are you 100% certain that you can see and experience the kingdom of God operating in your life? Here's a hint. Now, th this verse will give you a hint is that if you are 100% sure. John 3, 3 from Amplified. Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. Born again, without it, you can't experience the kingdom of God. One might ask, how can he be reborn from, a from above? Here's, here's how. Romans 10, 9 and 10, this is from the NLT. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. It is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Okay, let me tell you my story. And, uh, and I don't think this is probably that different from most people. I... I grew up in the Catholic faith, and there's nothing wrong with that. That was good. As a matter of fact, some of, some of the priests probably had more influence on my life than anybody Positive on earth. Positive influence. Yeah. And, and so, um, the, I, remember from, I remember in grade school and that, that we were taught, and again, I'm not knocking it. I'm just, telling you, I'm just telling you what I experienced. We were taught that if you're Catholic, you're the only one that's going to go to heaven. I was taught that. I mean, and I remember at 10 or 11 years old, I kind of kind of scratched my head. I said, now that didn't make sense because I knew other people that were nice people. And it seemed like that uh, they cared for other people and had love for other people. And uh, I said, but, but anyway, that was in my mind. But the question mark was in my mind too. So I went through my youth. And, and let me say this. And with my family which was very totally uncharacteristic for most people in the Catholic faith. faith. Okay. My, my family would pray and read a chapter out of the Bible virtually every night after supper. Now, as I mentioned before, that mm -hmm. uh, I, didn't, I wasn't too attentive because I sat right in the door jam and put my head leaned against the door. But... One, it impacted my you. Yeah, my spirit picked it up. How do I know that? I'm talking about it right now. That's right. And and so what exposure that your spirit gets, it's always going to be with you. And and, and I, I remember that well. So from uh, from there, all during youth, all during high school, and all, we went to church religiously. We we did what we were supposed to do. And uh, and in college, that. Uh, I went to chapel virtually every day in college at noontime. Whoa. Virtually every day. And uh, it was a convenient time. And I said, well, because of the training that I had at home that I just referred the to. The discipline. 
Yeah, I just, I just did it. But during that time, I don't think, I might've been asleep. I don't think I ever heard what Lisa just read in Romans 10, 9 and 10. I, if I did, it didn't make an impact on me. And so I remember in, uh, that was up until my probably early, early 30s or so. And then, then I remember hearing from uh, a great man of God and uh, I heard him talking about it and um, from word of faith. And it made an impact on me. And so I started digging and researching in order to say, well, is this true? Is it not or whatnot? And I found out that that verse, Romans 10, 9, 10, and found out that it was true. And then not long after that, at a business meeting on a Sunday morning, is that I was, I gave my life to Jesus and was reborn from heaven. Now, if you're not 100% sure you've made that confession that Lisa just read, here's how to do it. If you have any doubt, I'm just telling you, is that uh, think about this very seriously. If you have any doubt whatsoever, just repeat after me this. Jesus, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me, I make you as my Lord and Savior. I make you as my Lord and Savior. Now, if you said that, as Lisa just said there, if you said that, mm. then therefore you are reborn from heaven and you're going to live in eternity with God Almighty and Jesus. Praise God. And what's so cool too, now the kingdom of God resides in you. Yes. And here's the verse that proves that. Okay. Um, praise God. Luke 17, 21 from the New King James Version. Now listen to this. Nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. So with that confession, our real citizenship transferred to another country, the invisible hmm. kingdom of God. Truly. That is also coolest, cool, the wealthiest in the entire universe. Since we are now citizens of our homeland, which is in heaven, we're citizens, then therefore heaven is now responsible for our welfare provided we surrender to its jurisdiction. Here's a verse that'll help you understand that. Philippians 3.20 from Amplified, but we are different because our citizenship is in heaven. And from there, we eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So our citizenship, our belonging is in heaven. That's right. Now, we're going we're to, uh, Lisa's going to recite just a minute a verse we use a lot. And I want to tie it all together. That's why, uh, why it is. So it has this new, this new government. It has all it needs to take care of us and is waiting on us to make decrees and to make requisitions. Stay focused. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Here's it's waiting for us to make decrees. Second Peter verse, uh, chapter 1, verses 3 in LT. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. So everything's been provided, 
now you're in the kingdom of God. So everything that God provided for the foundation of the world, it's which here. is all good, yes. it's here, it's waiting on you. So we talk about every time how to tap into it, but this yep. is just the foundation. Okay. Have a great day. See you. All right. Bye-bye.